Hello and welcome along to G'day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit O'Neill's on at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook and Instagram. Well, following on from a very, very successful draw for the Pierce Sevens last year, a live draw which removed any doubt about fixes or fixed <laughs> groups or Pierce's getting preferential treatment, we're back in the room again today to do a live draw with Aaron and Fergus from Park Pierce's. Boys, thanks very much for joining me. No worries, thanks, thanks Liam. Liam. Thanks for having us. Guys, obviously we're less than a week out now from the Sevens. It's always the fever pitch in the Australian calendar, the... The day that everyone looks forward to flies in from all over Australia and indeed New Zealand this year as well. Um, how are preparations going? Oh, it's business as usual. It's quite hectic this year, obviously. Um, this week is pretty much the whole week where we don't do much work in our respective workplaces. So I'd like to apologise in advance to all of our committee members, employers. <laughs> yeah, so we are in a, in a place of work today. We won't name which office um, belonging to one of the boys. It's not, it's not Fergus. So um, we are very busy. It's on lunch hour, so it's, it's all okay. So, Aaron, if you want to just step us through what way the draw is going to go down for us this year and what are the competitions we have? Yes. So this year we have a total of 48 teams. Teams represented from New South Wales, Victoria, WA, South Australia, Queensland, and then also teams from New Zealand this year as well. Fantastic. And, and the codes we have are? The four codes then, we have men's football, um, we have ladies football, we have hurling and we have camogie. And then we also have a side event, which is the men's junior football, which is pretty much uh, for the four teams here in Melbourne, just to keep that competition running. Brilliant. Fantastic. Okay, so we might kick off with the draw. I'm conscious of, of, of time and obviously a lot of people are eager to hear it. And this is it. The exclusive to get AGA, very very um, lucky to have the boys on on with us today. So, which are we going to go first? Which um we're, we're we're going to start Liam with the men's senior football. There's 13 teams, so we're going to break them up into one group of four, three groups of three, with the four winners to progress to the semi-finals. One thing to note: it's probably in view of um, maybe some of the, not issues, but circumstances of the past, where you win both of the games in your group, if you are level on points with another team that have won both of their games, if you're in a group of four, there will be a penalty shootout to decide which team progresses, but only if you win both of your games. So it removes the possibility that a team will win both of their games um, without progressing, without a chance of a penalty shootout. Yeah, I know. I think that's been a ball of contention over the number of years I've been here. So it's great to see you guys address that and, and giving people a chance to progress through into the semi-finals when you've won both games. Okay, so let's get going with this draw. First pot, let's go. First team out is Souths Melbourne. They go into Group 1. South Brisbane there, sorry Fergus. Sorry, South Brisbane. After a great start, well done Fergus. <laughs> Second team out goes into Group 2, Brisbane Harps. Third team out goes into Group 3, Penrith Gales. Fourth team out goes into Group 4, the winners of the recent Gary O'Nines, Gary O'N. Oh, there we go. Always a strong team in the in, in, in the sevens. Yeah. Liam, Gary on. What thoughts on that group, Fergus? 
uh, well, that's actually they're the first team out, so they that they will go into Group One, Group Two, yeah. Group Three, and Group Four respectively. Okay. Bondi Gales go into Group One, along with South Brisbane. Next team out goes into Group Two is St. Kevin's. Next team out go into Group Three is Aaron's former club and last year's winners, Young Ireland's. And next team out go into Group Four, which is Anka Paringa from South Australia. I think these guys could be a dark horses, Liam. I'm not sure if you would have heard about South Australia's exploits in the state games last year. Absolute fantastic progression they've made over the past few years. Next team out is the very strong Cormac McAnallens. Next team out goes into group two is East Celts Brisbane. Next team out going into group three is Clonagale, who made the final two years ago. Next team out is myself and Aaron's Porrick Pierces. And the final team out is the always one of the strongest clubs that we have here year after year, Michael Cusick's. They go into Group 1. Aaron, do you want to call out the groups? I will. So Group 1, which is the only group of four, has South Brisbane, Bondi Gales, Cormac McAnallens and Michael Cusick's. Oh, little bit of a Sydney derby there. Group 2, we have Brisbane Harps, St Kevin's and East Celts Brisbane. Group three, we have Penrith Gales, Young Ireland and Clan Gales, so we're all New South Wales affair in that group. And group four, to finish, we have Gary Owen. Fergus, you can help with the pronunciation with this next one. Anka Paringa. Thanks, Fergus. And Podrick Pierces. Okay. And just also to summarise then, the junior competition, four teams, no draw needed. It is with the four Melbourne clubs here, which is Gary Owen, Geelong Gales, Padraig Pierce's and St Kevin's. So they will also play each other twice with the top two, or first going straight to the final, second free third in a semi-final. So that concludes the men's football draw. Very, very, very diverse draw. Um, interesting to see, obviously, with the open draw as well. We've got some Sydney teams paired together there. The Cusick McAnallens one will be will be a feisty affair, and also then as well, Group Four with Gary Owen and Podrick Pierce's who contested against each other last weekend in the Nines tournament here in Melbourne with Gary Owen coming out on top in that one. Yeah, and obviously Pierce has beaten Gary Owen in the in the men's final here in Melbourne a few not too long ago as well in the championship. So it'll be good to see that one on the field again. Okay, let's move on, and we're going on, Aaron. This is the... Ladies football. Ladies football. Um, so, pretty straightforward. Again, three groups of four and one group of three with 15 teams. Um, it is actually the, the, the biggest um, number of teams in terms of any of the competition, which shows the strength of ladies Gaelic football. Same again, Liam, the winners of each group to progress to the semifinals. And with three groups of four, there is a strong chance we could have teams winning both of their games and going into a penalty shootout. So starting off um, into Group 1, we have Young Ireland. Into Group 2, we have Craig Podrick, St. Pat's. Into Group 3, we have Central Coast. Uh, 
one of the powerhouses from a, a few years ago. And into group four, we have Clannagail. Into group one, alongside Young Ireland's, we have Brisbane Harps. Into group two, alongside Crave Podrick, we have Penrith Gales. Into group three, alongside Central Coast, we have St. Kevin's, who have definitely been making big strides, judging by the nines recently. And into group four, alongside Clonagale, we have Gary Owen. Into group one, alongside Young Ireland's and Brisbane Harps, we have Michael Cusick's, who have definitely been setting the pace the last couple of years. Into group two, alongside Penrith and St. Pat's, we have South's Brisbane. Into group three, alongside Central Coast and St. Kevin's, we have Southern District's Perth. Into group four, alongside Clannagale and Gary Owen, we have Podrick Pierce's, who are always there, thereabouts in this competition. Into group one, alongside Michael Cusick's, Young Ireland's and Brisbane Harps, is Cormac McAnallan's. Ho, ho, ho. That will be a fiercely contested battle. No group doubt. of death. <laughs> Into group two, alongside Penrick Gale, St. Pat's and South Brisbane, is Geelong Gales, who John Reaney would not let it go if I didn't mention their fantastic win in the um, Gary Owen Nines recently. Yeah, history in the making. Intermediate competition. History Fan. making for the Gary Owen ladies is brilliant to see, and with the majority of the Geelong team being Australian born, which is huge progress for all the great work that we've been doing down there in Geelong and also. I think all clubs right across Australia can huge, learn huge lessons there. Absolutely fantastic to see for John and, and, and the ladies down there. And the first time, um, the recently affiliated RMIT Redbacks go into Group 3. Aaron, do you want to summarise those groups? I will. <clears throat> so Group 1, we have Young Ireland, we have Brisbane Harps, we have Michael Cusick's and Cormac McAnallan's. Group 2, we have St Pat's, Penrith Gales, South Brisbane and Geelong Gales. Group 3 we have Central Coast, St Kevin's, South Districts Perth and RMIT Redbacks and Group 4 we have Clonagale, Gary Owen and Podrick Pierce's and that summarises the ladies football draw. Pierce's in with Gary Owen and both the in men's both and ladies. Beautiful, okay there's some very very interesting draws there um, let's take a quick little break and then we'll be back to do the remainders of the draws. I met a strange lady, she made me nervous. She took me in and gave me breakfast. Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, some very, very big Sydney derbies and Melbourne derbies coming through already in, in those preliminary draws, or sorry, final draws for men's football and ladies' football. And just Touch on your point, Fergus, there about the ladies' football having the largest number of teams. It is a reflection, like you said, of ladies' football across Australia at the moment. Um, it's amazing. The highest numbers we have in Victoria at the moment are playing ladies' gay football in any code. Yeah, um, it's fantastic, Liam. I think as well, a lot of it has been driven by the introduction of the, the intermediate competitions, which is definitely... Yeah given that additional platform for people to actually go out and play more enjoyable games for what might be a more appropriate standard. Yeah. And it definitely encourages that participation. 
Yeah, it's great to see. Okay, what's up next, guys? Um, we're going into your own beloved hurling, which if any of you listens to Liam's show, definitely uh, fancies as the, the king of sports. Hurling will be two groups of four with the top two to progress to the semi-final. And all hurling matches played on the good pitch. <laughs> TBC. <laughs> to be confirmed. <laughs> to, to be confirmed. To clarify, and it's very important to note this. Again, in a situation where two teams might finish tied second and tied third, that will go down to points difference. There will not be a penalty shootout. The penalty shootout only applies if you win both of your games. Thank you for clarifying, Fergus. Okay. Cool. Let's cool. go. Underway with the hurling draw. First out is who, Fergus? St. Kevin's. New to hurling this year, great to see. Great introduction in the nines. Very, very competitive, and I'm sure to be delighted to be up and running for the sevens. Next team out is Carmack McAnallens into Group 2. Next team underneath St. Kevin's in Group 1 is Sydney Shamrocks. Next team out underneath Max in Group 2 is Michael Cusicks. They love playing each other in all the cause, don't they? <laughs> Next group out is Liam's own Gary Owen, in with St. Kevin's and Sydney Shamrocks. Next group out is St. Pat's. Usually bring one of the biggest support groups um, every year. Chartered their own plane, I believe. <laughs> Next, I hope their stewards are a bit more friendly than the ones from two years ago. <laughs> uh, next group out is Canterbury Wellington, in with Gary Owen, Sydney Shamrocks and St. Kevin's. So a historic first on two counts in your own group, Liam. And next group out is Central Coast. So group one, St. Kevin's, Sydney Shamrocks, Gary Owen, and Canterbury Wellington. And group two. We have Conrad McAnallens, Michael Cusick, St. Pat's and Central Coast, which is an all Sydney affair in group two. Very, very competitive groups yet again, guys. Now, moving on to our fourth and final draw, which is the Camogie draw. Fergus, do you want to give us a rundown on the format? Yep, same again as the hurling. We've eight teams in this, so it's going to be two groups of four with the top two to progress to semi-finals. And first team out is who, Fergus? First team out is... Podrick Pierce's. There we go. First time in history that we have the Podrick Pierce's Camogie team participating in the seven. So she'll be interesting to see how they turn out this year. Next team out into group two is Central Coast. Next group team out into group one is Gary Owen. Podrick Pierce's and Gary Owen in the same group in all three forms. Be sick of looking at each other on Sunday. <laughs> By the end of it. <laughs> Next team out into group two is Emeralds Brisbane. Next team out into group one alongside Podrick Pierce's and Gary Owen is Carmack McAnallens. Next team out into group two is Michael Cusick's. Particular with the very hot weather forecasted for Sunday, the dual players that could be a pretty taxing on them towards the end of the day. Next team out into group one alongside Gary Owen, Pierces and McAnallens is Crave Podrick. And the final team out, final team out in the straw is Clonagale of Sydney. 
So Aaron, do you want to call out those groups? I will. So group one, we have newcomers Podrick Pierces and Gary Owen alongside Comrade McAnallens and St. Pats. And group two, we have Central Coast, Emeralds Brisbane, Michael Cusicks and Clonic Gale. And just to summarise, it is the exact same format as the hurling. Two groups of four, top two from each group progress to the semi-finals. Guys, what thoughts on those groups? Well, there's a lot of reoccurring dar- well, derbies, local derbies in each of them. I think there's three occasions where... McAnallens and Cusicks. McAnallens and Cusicks play each other in three different codes. And likewise, with Podrick Pierce's and Gary Owen, we also play each other across the three codes. Group of death in the, in the, in the football? Group of death in the football is most definitely Group 1, where we have... Uh, Sives from Brisbane, Bondi Gales, Cormac McAnallens and Michael Cusick. So that is the only group with four in the men's football. So we could quite possibly end up with two teams winning two games and actually go to that penalty shootout that Fergus mentioned. That penalty shootout guy is going to be high stakes, isn't it? <laughs> like seriously, the pressure on there. Like, I, th- I think in the hurling lane, it's, it's obvious that group two appears to be the stronger based on history with the four Sydney teams with Max Cusick, St. Pat's and Central Coast. I think three of those teams have been um, involved in finals over the last two or three years. So I think definitely offers an opportunity for Gary Owen um, to, to progress. Oh, there's no certainties in the sevens, as, as we know. Exactly. As we know. And in ladies football, probably the most tough group there would be again containing both Michael Cusick's and Cormac Nacrallans along with Young Ireland and Brisbane Harps so three New South Wales teams three in with Brisbane Harps so a few powerhouses from Sydney on the same group so that'll be interesting to see how that one turns out. And guys when are you hoping to have the fixtures out for these groups? Well pending all clashes have been sent through between managers and duels etc we're going to get working on them as soon as possible and ideally have them out by tomorrow evening which is Tuesday evening Brilliant and obviously um, very very exciting that it is on this Sunday what's in store for I suppose patrons, families coming down to the Pierce of Sevens this Sunday in Keysborough? I suppose it is rather unique, um, the first time we've held all four games or four pitches are down at the, the, the Serbian Soccer Centre, so we're delighted to be welcomed by them to that venue. Um, obviously, Liam, you had your own event there too, or a week ago, and it was a fantastic success. The facilities and pitches were top class. Um, I actually do think the hurling wor- really worked very well on the smaller pitch, where the skills shone out, rather than the fitness of hurlers on the bigger pitch. I think that was that was fantastic. Um, as for the day itself, look, I think anyone who ever comes down there really enjoys the day. It's not just the actual sports itself, it's meeting up with friends, old and new. We've got two live bands playing in our marquee um, for the first time, and um, Aaron, are we going live as well? Um, for the finals. Yes, so this year what we're going to try and do is get all finals of each code um, live from the media tower on the main pitch down in the new venue. So there we're going to be going live on the Podrick Pierce's Facebook. So people is that like an AGA exclusive that, we, that announcement has been made? It is, and Fergus just Too reminded me of it. So. But yeah, there we go. So we're going to have each final live via Facebook um, on the Podrick Pierce's Facebook page. So anybody that is unfortunate enough not to be there on the day um, can watch it from the comfort of their own home. And also, I believe you have some stuff for families as well. You're going to have the, is the petting zoo? No, this year we haven't got a petting zoo, unfortunately. Oh, no, but we, we do have... Health face and safety regulations. <laughs> <laughs> and this year what we do have is face painters and balloon modellers. 
Oh, beautiful. That'll be great. That'll be great. My little boy Henry will be delighted. And you do have a, a kids' CA exhibition as well, I believe, as well, which yes, be great. Yes, and it is on at midday, 12 o'clock on the main pitch there as well. And then in addition to that, we have our usual bands. Fergus, you want to mention who they are? Yeah, we've got Stephen Kennedy, um, who's been a great servant uh, and great friend of the event over the years. Stephen's going to be playing um, all of the classic Irish ballads from about 12 until quarter to three, and he's followed by Petey McKernan, who was a very busy day ahead of him. Petey's coming off um, a very successful tour supporting Gary Ogue um, in Melbourne, and in particular, he's really looking forward to the day. Petey's going to be belting out um, some of your favourites from about three o'clock until six. And then, obviously, another first this year is the after party. The official after party is being held in... The Prince Band Room, yeah. uh, with a capacity of a 850. Um, I think we've upwards of 500 tickets sold already. Yeah. So um, that's definitely one to talk to your teammates about and get your tickets locked in. We have teams approaching us, block booking tickets. So uh, it, I, I think, Liam, um, one of the main issues players have noted is probably the difficulty in getting somewhere for a large bunch afterwards, which is why we um, why, why we took the decision to approach the Prince Band Room. It's, uh, for anyone who hasn't been there, it's an absolute fantastic venue, who's, which has hosted some of Ireland's top bands, and it's going to be a fantastic night. Yeah, and just on that too, we have Petey McKernan playing there first of all as well, yeah. followed by a DJ playing all of your classic 80s and 90s music to lit. Oh, fantastic. We're in for a brilliant day of sport, music, and dancing at the party of Sevens. After that, for those who then survive, we also have our standard Bevamix Monday after party on the Monday for those who stay the extra day or two and for those who maybe just want another drink before they head to the airport. So business as usual in Bevamix as well. Brilliant. All right. Thanks very much um, for today and for hosting us here, Aaron. Um, very, very, very exciting day ahead on Sunday. We can't wait to get down there. All the teams flying interstate, safe travelling and internationally indeed from New Zealand. And we'll be recording an episode live from the Pierce of Sevens um, in the aftermath hopefully talking to some of the winning captains and winning players so best of luck for Sunday guys and thanks very much to O'Neill Sportswear um, for their continued sponsorship of this show we'll talk to you again soon take care